Shall we pray? Father, in Jesus' name, I want to thank you and bless you. I honor your holy name. I pray that this morning you come and speak to us, teach us your word, line upon line, precept upon precept. May we be blessed and may we be anointed in a special way in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Can you take a seat? Uh, this morning, I want to speak as a father to you. And uh, fathers teach their children a lot, a number of things that will help them in life. This is our month, a tenth month, that's our month of honoring. God is going to honor you. Oh, that's a weak one. I said, God is going to honor you. And to honor means that you are going to be highly esteemed. But you see, you never get anything until you've sown a seed for that. Genesis 8.22 says that so long as the earth remains seed time and ever stay, I will never cease. So if you do not honor God, God will not honor you. If you don't plant the seed of honoring others, you will not be honored. And so it's very important to learn to honor and I believe that as we are honoring God, God is going to honor us. Can I have an amen? Amen. Why do I know that? Because Proverbs chapter 3, verse 9 and 10 says that honor the Lord with your substance. And with the first fruits of your increase. When you honor the Lord, what will happen? So what did the Best thing will happen to you. Your bonds will be filled with plenty. And your vase shall overflow with new wine. So it means that what you honor God with, the Lord gives you a lot. Honor the Lord with your substance. To honor means to hold in high esteem, to give great regard to somebody, to give somebody high respect. And in the kingdom of God, honoring is very important. You cannot see God with your naked eye. So one of the ways to honor God is to honor his prophets. In Malachi chapter 1 verse 6 to 8, Scripture says, a son honors his father. And a servant his master. If I then be, if then I am the father, where is my honor? And if I'm a master, where is my reverence? So you realize that fathers are to be honored Masters are to be shown reverence. Amen. Amen. And it says, I said, the Lord of hosts to you, priests, who despise my name. 
So you realize that when you don't honor the Lord or you don't honor, you are despising the person. So anytime you despise a person, when you disregard somebody, you are dishonoring the person. When you don't believe in the person, you are dis. You are dishonoring the person. In Mark chapter 6 verse 1 to 5, we're going to realize that Jesus, all about he was healing people and delivering people. But in his own town, he could not do much because his own people did not honor him. They didn't place a high premium on his anointing. They didn't see him as important as he's supposed to be. A person will manifest to you what he is only by the degree of acceptance that you place on his giftings and his callings. If you see him as ordinary, so ordinary things will exude out of him. If, but if you see him as being special, the special things in him will come out of him into your life. The way you accept a person is very important. Bible says that he who receives a prophet in the name of the prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. So when you see a prophet and you see him as being ordinary, then you will not receive the prophetic grace upon his life. When you see a doctor, a lawyer, or an engineer, and you do not acknowledge the grace upon them to be able to give you a certain kind of advice, when they are speaking to you, you will never gain from that because you do not acknowledge what has been placed in them. So Bible says that he went from there, came to his own country, and his disciples followed him. And in verse number two, Bible says when the Sabbath had come, he began to teach in a synagogue, and many hearing him were astonished, saying, Where did this man get these things? And what wisdom is this which is given to him, that such mighty works are performed by his hands. So Jesus had been given special wisdom and mighty works were being performed by his hands. Where Jesus was honored, mighty works were done. When a person is honored but in a place, mighty works are wrought out of his life. Amen. Amen. When in school athletics and people hail their sports men and women, they do very well. That is why we have got fan clubs, some are more group. To encourage them to do well. As they are singing, they are letting them know that we believe in what is in you and that you are going to 
you know, perform great things. In the verse number three, the Bible says that, and they said, is this not a carpenter? You see, now they started trying to check his background. Is this not a carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James and Joseph, Judas and Simon, are not his sisters here with us? So they were offended at him. Instead of appreciating the fact that God has raised somebody who is special among them, they, they started now checking his family background and say, oh, this is ordinary. We know his brothers and sisters. We've been playing chaskele together. We, we all eat, we go and buy, watch it together and go. When, when did this guy become something, somebody special? Verse 4 and 5, the Bible says that, and Jesus said to them, let's read together, a prophet is not without honor. Tell your friend, a prophet is not without honor. So it, it means that a prophet is honorable. Tell somebody, a prophet is honorable. And tell your friend, another person, a, a prophet must be honored. He said, he said a prophet is not without honor, except in his own country, among his own relatives, and in his own house. And truly, people that are close to you can easily dishonor you. Amen? Sometimes I can see a very mighty man, but his own household, they don't mind him. They just see him, they just, oh, yeah, they, they, they don't mind him. Meanwhile, he he's a very powerful person, a very wonderful woman. Okay, verse 5. And then the Bible said, now he could do no mighty work there. Where he was not honored, he could not do any mighty work there, except he laid hands on a few sick people and healed them. He could not do. He could do no mighty work. Not that he would not do. He could not. It means that where the anointing is not honored, it is incapacitated. And in verse 6, verse 6 says, and he marveled because of their word, unbelief. And then he went about the villages in a second teaching. So the unbelief, when you do not believe the prophet of God, and you do not honor him, you cannot get much from his life. We read from Proverbs chapter 3, verse 9 and 10 that honor the Lord with your substance. So, you, how do you honor? You honor by giving. In Galatians chapter 6, verse 6. Hello? Are you guys here? Yes. What I'm teaching is very important too. It's one of the most important things you could ever get. Amen. And this church, you must know that you are so blessed. L last week, last Friday, I went to preach somewhere. And as I was preaching, you know what? Say, the bishops in the church, say, they wrote and wrote and wrote and said, they are amazed that within that period, the scriptures that I gave, they came and said scriptures. And somebody, one senior bishop said, this other bishop is waiting. 
After this, after this meeting, he's going to use all those scriptures to go for his convention. Are you guys see me? Yeah, go to use it for convention. And the people were amazed at during the period, the scripture, the teaching that was coming forth. So as you are here, don't look at the crowd here and be whatever. God has put eternal deposits in my heart to release it unto you, to turn your life around. You are virtually like in a Bible school. Amen. Amen. We are in a Bible school. Learn the things. Take it. Amen. Don't sit down with some attitude and go. Know that God has blessed you with a special servant to teach you something and to turn your life around. Amen. Amen. Now the Bible says that let him who is taught the word share in all good things with him who teaches. Usually when you go to school and uh, a teacher teaches you, you are supposed to pay him. And, but in, within a spiritual contest, your pastor does not pay you. When you are coming to class, you do not pay anything. When my children were going to school, and they're doing, we pay school fees. When they are doing extra classes, we pay the teacher for the extra classes. As they come in, you, you, you pay before you sit down. Or you pay for the month. Are you getting me? Yes. But as you're coming to church, you do not give any money to the pastor that the teaching you are giving to me, I am paying you. But you ought to honor him. That's why Bible says that let him who is taught the word share in all good things with him who teaches. Amen. <laughs> All good things. You must share. The Bible also says that he who works on the altar must eat from the altar. Paul said, if we have shared our spiritual things with you, can you not also share your carnal things with us? In the Old Testament days, the, the tribes of Israel, 11 of them works and took care of the Levitical family. So it means that it was their responsibility to be able to take care of them and in the church it is your responsibility to honor your pastor and to take care of your pastor amen. and to be a blessing amen. to your pastor amen oh, the amen is weak the amen is weak i am teaching you something that will bless your life and will change you can i have an amen amen hallelujah amen so it is important as you are, as you, you see the the fantasies have been saying, as itself, as one nation, most of you What it means is that when your parents take care of you, and now you are able to gain a standing, you also must stand with them. Can I have an amen? Amen. So when you are fed with the word of God, whoever feeds you with the word of God, you must honor the person. Amen. Yeah. One day I was I was I was driving somewhere to Accra and I got to Teshinungwa and said and I saw this lady out there standing at the junction there 
Then I, I slowed down and watched. I said, she looked like somebody that I know. Then I looked closely and I realized that that happened to be one of my lecturers. So I said, Dr. Mrs. Boche? He said, yes. I said, please, madam, can you can you kindly get up with He said, why are you going to say, I'm going to Accra. She got on. And then I was going to church. I was going to have a service out there. When I drove to the place, I gave her over to a driver. I said that wherever she's going to, drive her there for me. Amen. Because I remember that at the university, she taught me something. Amen. Yeah. Drive there wherever she's going to. I told the person, I have to preach. So I told her, I cannot take you directly there by myself because I am constrained by time. But I want to hand you over to a driver Wherever you are going to, let the driver take you. And the driver took care. So, honoring, how do we honor? Honoring is first seen by acknowledging. Someone say acknowledging. acknowledging. So I'm going to show you the characteristics of honoring. Angela, are you here with me? The characteristics of what? Honoring. I'm coming to check your notes, whether you are writing or not. Amen. So honoring is first seen in what? Acknowledging someone. How do you acknowledge somebody? By recognizing. Somebody say recognize. To notice. Tell somebody to notice. And appreciate the presence of somebody. Amen. Yeah. When an important person comes around, and then you do not recognize a person, you do not take notice of the person, it is a sign of dishonor. Our president cannot be here, um, you, you cannot have the parliamentarian come here, you cannot have an important person here, and then you gloss over it, and then after the service, the person goes away just like that. No, it is not right. Amen. Amen. You got to give honor to who honor is due. And whether you, are believe, you believe in the principles of the person or not, you've got to honor the person, acknowledge the person. That's the reason why when you see the American president get into it and they say, the president of the Amer uh, United States of America and both the Republicans and the Democrats, those who don't like him, those who like him, everybody gets up because of the office of the presidency. Amen. The office of the presidency, the personal, the, the, what the person stands for. You must honor what the person stands for. Even if you do not believe in the principles of the person, you don't, you don't agree with the person on many scores. Is that right? So if the president comes here, if you're an NDC person, you've got to honor him. If you're a PDP person, you honor him. Wherever, whether you like him or not, because he's our president, we've got to honor him. And we honor him by acknowledging him. So when you do not acknowledge a person, you are disrespected. There's a reason when you go to school and then a teacher comes and says, class, stand. Good morning, teacher. Acknowledgement, honoring the teacher. So when a teacher gets in the classroom and the students are sitting and they are like busy, busy and are not minding, that's dishonoring. And that class must be whipped. Amen. And you must teach your children, listen to me, you must teach your children how to acknowledge older people. And the way to do it is that whether if they go to a house and meet the older people, they must greet. If the older person also comes to the house 
And once he has come, don't say that because you have come to my house, you must greet. You, the younger one, must learn to say, good morning, uncle, good morning, whatever, for coming to our house. You are acknowledging the person. Amen. So you can't see your pastor and ignore your pastor like his air. Even air, you can feel it. Can I have an amen? amen. No, it's a very important thing. How can you be in the house? Your children come to the house and then they, they come, they, they don't greet you. Or you step in the house and they are busy. And they are watching television. Who paid for the TV bill? The electricity bill? You have to take the remote and switch it off. Because if you are paying for it, you are paying, you put them under a roof. You pay water bill, electricity bill, whatever bill, and they come and they cannot say aquaba, you are welcome. If a wife cannot say aquaba, and you are watching TV, you put on the TV. It's not a good behavior. It's disregard for the person. Amen. Maybe, maybe your father or your mother didn't teach you. That is why in the church you must learn these things. And the thing is that there are things some of our mothers and fathers don't know. That's the reason why they didn't teach you. They are not coming from a background where they didn't teach you. They are coming from a place something that you see that was, you see even some of the kids that are giving some. Our culture, we don't give things with our left hand. Or they are giving something to you and they are doing something else. You must look at the person. You don't use your left hand. You don't say, I, I am left brain. Or whatever brain. In our culture, you must do what the culture determines by using your right hand and honorably looking at the person and give the person. Amen. You don't give something to a person you are looking away. That is dishonoring. You don't serve a person with something and say, this is your food. Or this is your whatever. You are giving the thing, a cup of water to the person and you are looking at television or you are looking at something else. We don't do that. It's dishonoring. It's disregarding. You are not acknowledging the person. I told you that today I'm, I'm speaking to you as a father. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. And fathers, the word father comes from a Latin word pata, source. That means source of information, source of direction, source of teaching. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And it's supposed to help you. Yeah. If only. The, 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 the MC said, open your heart and receive. Is that not what he said? Yes. Yeah. So don't close your heart and say, this one, yeah, I don't like it. This one, I, I like the one. Take it, receive it. Take it, receive it. Take this one too. Amen. Amen. So failure to recognize the presence of an important person or somebody senior to you, it shows dishonor. And in Galatians 6, we learn the fact that we are supposed to you know, share what we have. So maybe a person's occasion, you go and take an envelope and say, I am honoring you by putting money into the envelope for the person. But that is not the best way to honor. 
Amen. Amen. You honor by acknowledging, not just, you, you don't honor by just giving the person an envelope. You say, well, uh, they say, it's daddy's birthday. So everybody brings something. Then you come and then, so I'm bringing mine. So I brought this your envelope. And then you have brought, you're giving the person an envelope or whatever. You, listen, you, are, you honor by acknowledging the good things that the person has done for you that you have gained from. That you did this and that for me. You are the one who taught me how to do this. You taught me how to respect a husband or wife. You taught me that the principles of the word of God in that. I remember this teaching that you gave to me. When I heard this, it changed my life. When you did this, that was what turned my life around. Are you getting me? I've had people in this church who say that when you taught on uh, honoring fathers and uh, 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 making sure that you don't become offended and with your parents, I got connected to my father. I went to my father, I apologized, I got connected to my father, and because of that, today, my, me and my father, we are good friends. Is that right? Yeah. During the person's occasion, you do not just go and drop an envelope. And then you don't ask scriptures. The Lord bless you. You see, there are two ways of honoring. Some people say, the Lord bless you, the Lord increase you, and all those things. Without acknowledging what he has done for you. The most important part is to acknowledge what the person has done. That's the reason why we, when we worship and praise God, we tell God who he is and what he has done for us. And when we tell him who he is and what he has done for us, he is energized to do more for us. Amen. So you are not the one to go and bring Shakespearean quotations and then you are going to quote some scriptures here and there and all those things. You must say something to encourage a person. You must be able to let the person know that whatever you are doing, you learned it from somewhere. That's the reason why I tell you where I learned how to put flying tie from. From my friend Avakame. Is that right? Avakame taught me. And I always mention some names. Reverend Dr. Fred Digby. He and the wife. They were the ones who followed up on me. I remember very when I went to secondary school. From one, they'll be writing letters to me. Encouraging me and teaching me something. I'll be following the man. He said, Joe, come on, follow me. And I'll be following him. And they hold my hand. And he taught me a lot of things. I remember when I was getting married. He was there very early. When I had our children, he was there. During my, uh, my ordination, he was there. You cannot forget a person like that. You've got to acknowledge him. I've always been mentioning what Bishop Dark has done for our church and the, the fact that our first five pillars also, he provides ten pillars. The pillars here and the pillars at the back there. So the stage and then the frontage here, he provided that. I didn't actually even ask him for anything. I've never asked him for anything. I was there himself just uh, he just sent somebody to bring me an envelope. All the, of you who sit at the back, the other side there, one day I was there and then way back he sent 20,000 Ghana cities to come to, and give it to us. You cannot gloss over a person like that. You must acknowledge it. I say you must acknowledge it. Amen. That's the reason why I've decided to name these doors after Bishop Dab. This is Bishop Dab's entrance. Amen. Yes. Bishop Dab's entrance. Yeah. Bishop it's very important. You don't wait for a person to die before you go and say some things. 
You must acknowledge what the person has done for you. You must acknowledge the fact that some of you, without being in the church, you couldn't have married. And that there were forces fighting you. And that, that as you came, listen, there was a lady who used to sit here. When my anointing comes, so then I come, pam, pam, pam. And I'm speaking, and I am releasing blessings upon the person. And it broke some things. There was a lady, every time she gets into a relationship, by the third month, the relationship breaks. Consistently, continuously, consistently. And then we brought her and said, come to our house. Come and stay in the house. Look. When we, sometimes we get to our house, the moment you open the gate, you will see snakes. The moment you open the gate, you will see crabs. To the extent that if you know how my house looks like and where my bedroom is, one day, I just go to her house and lo and behold, by my side was a snake. By the side of my bed was a snake. And my house, the way it is, it is not easy for a snake to slither on. I don't want to describe how it is. But you cannot, a snake cannot slither on. But how the snake was able to slither on, not one snake, not two snakes, not one crab. Yes, I'm telling you, fight, fight, before this person could marry. Things were falling. You hear burugugum, burugugum on my roof. And I will rise up and I say, whatever has been flying and whatever, we curse our things. Look, you see, sometimes you don't know the things that are fighting you, that we stand in the gap. Eh? When we stand in the gap and we are fighting your battles for you, praying some prayers. And then the man who is standing in the gap and praying some prayer, you see him and he is like, air, air is even better. You do not acknowledge him. You do not respect him. You do not give him regard. You can't mention his name positively in your house. That this is my pastor. You don't even have your pastor's picture. You have the pictures of some other prophet somewhere. In your house. Your dialing tone. It's not your pastor's preaching. It's not your pastor's preaching. It's the preaching of somebody somewhere. You don't even know the person very well. You don't know the sins of the person. You know your pastor's sins. But the person you have is dialing tone. You don't know his sins. But probably if you are closer to him, you would have known that maybe the Lord has been merciful to you. That your pastor is even, even maybe the, the sins of your father is not like the person's sins. It's true. But because he's close to you, you gloss over him. Am I teaching you something here? Yeah. Hallelujah. Acknowledging, acknowledging, acknowledging. Look, we had to fight. That ladies. So for some of you, as you come to the church, you marry, you are having children. Hey. Look, this guy, when she was going, the wife got pregnant, it was a fight. Somebody had told the wife, mother, whatever, that the girl, this, 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 that, she was going to die, all kinds of things. And you see, when you listen to some things, a seed is planted in your heart. So a seed of fear had been planted. When it was due time for her to deliver, and say, we have to do this here, we have to do this here. She's scared, I don't want to do it. She was scared. I mean, it was like virtual spirit of death had come upon them. Yes. I could not close my eyelids till she delivered. 
Mommy had to go to the hospital herself. Mommy had to go there and had to be monitoring. And I called this nurse and I called her and said, what is going on? And we kept praying and we kept encouraging. So if today he's married, this guy comes to the church and as he came to the church, he and his brother, when you lay hands on them, it's like there is something inside of them shaking and they'll be moving. Some demons, they'll be like that and like that. And today he comes and then he's nicely dressed. And he's married. And he has a lovely child. You don't even understand. He said, but why did he name their child after the pastor's wife? Maybe you don't understand some things. I don't want to use some terms. You don't want to understand. You don't know where he's coming from. He's coming from a total house of idolatry. His house, there's nothing like going to church. Idols on. Yeah. One song. One song. One song. Uh, one song. It's like your language. One song. One song. Eh? And then he comes to church. And here he comes to find Christ. Yeah. He comes to find Christ. When he's writing his remedials, I put him in my office. He was staying in my office. In an air-conditioned office. When I didn't have air condition in my room, he had air condition. He wasn't paying the bill. I was paying the bill. I was going to him always to pray for him. And I'll give him money as well. So he has to. We, he, when it's my birthday, you don't just get up and say, oh, yeah, they say it's birthday. And then you take an envelope. Where's an envelope? Give me an envelope. Give me one. I said, man of God, I think I've come. Or give this thing, give to him, give to him. Everybody give, give to him. Yeah, yeah. Take, your, take your envelope, take your envelope. Yeah. They say we should give to you, so we have come to give to you. No, that's not how, you must acknowledge, you acknowledge, yeah, you honor the person by acknowledging every good thing that you have been, you have gained. And don't tell me that, Bible says when your left hand does something, your right hand, my friend, don't quote me. I know scripture. I know scripture. You should be able to tell your daddy, Daddy, thank you for loving me. Thank you for paying my school fees. And don't say, oh, but I, I've said it five times. Five times. So I have finished saying it. I've honored you for two years. It's okay. It is forever. I said you honor forever. You honor forever. You don't honor one year. You honor forever. I might teach you something here. Yeah. If you're a wife, you don't honor your husband when you don't have a child. When you're most, a number of women, when they get children, they dishonor their husbands. Because now I've got a child. I've, I mean, I've seen a lot. I have seen it a lot. By the grace of God, I am 42 years in the faith. So I've seen what goes on in the kingdom. I'm talking about kingdom life. You may be older physically, but I've seen something. If somebody else is 40 years in the faith, 40 plus years in the faith, he has seen a few things. Can I have an amen? amen? Yeah. You must continue to honor. You must acknowledge. Someone say acknowledge. Amen. You must acknowledge every good thing. Thank you, Hallelujah. Yeah. Acknowledging. When they acknowledge us, their baby interestingly looks like mommy when, when mommy was when mommy was a baby. What you acknowledge and honor, you see, honoring, eh? The reason for honoring 
is for you to have a certain contact with the grace that is upon the person's life. There was a, in, in, in a church, there was this pastor who never dishonored his senior pastor. And interestingly enough, anytime a guest minister comes, and then the, man, the guest minister is using anybody for an example which was not nice, he was the one who was used. And the guest speaker may not even know. He would just call the person and was always getting angry. So he went there, and he went to see the pastor and said, look at the, every time he said, you, you don't honor me. So why will you be honored? You don't honor. Are, are you learning something here? Yeah. So when you see your teacher, you must acknowledge your teacher. This is the one. Have I been talking about Mr. Bolabi? Have I not been talking about Mr. Bolabi? Yeah. Mr. Bolabi was my class one teacher. And I remember holding that. And I'm looking for Mr. Bolabi's relation to honor them. Amen. Mr. Bolabi used to hold my hand. I remember very well. He was wearing the, uh, the shorts. The black shorts. White socks. With his pen in there. With hair in his ears. Yes. And then he will be holding my hand. And we'll be walking. I remember Mr. Bolabi very well. I remember my teachers very well. And those who are available to me that I meet them. I try to bless them. Can I have an amen? Yeah. So when, when life becomes good to you, don't gloss over them. One day I was here, standing there, and a little girl who came to church with nothing, as I was standing there and was driving, he has forgotten even the one who acquired the property here. And the, it was Sandy. She moved the car, blew and blew sand on me. Because now she has got a car. Yeah. Hey! Yeah. Not acknowledging the fact that a human being is standing there. Not even that this is the pastor, but a human being. Just no acknowledgement. Am I teaching you something here? Yes. Yeah. When you go somewhere and you're, listen, when your boss or your leader comes somewhere and you are there already, you must get up and let the people know that this is my leader, this is my boss, this is my pastor, and make sure that he has been given a proper seat to sit on. Not that I say, Pastor, come and sit by my side. You shouldn't sit by your side. He must be made, or daddy, come and sit by my side. Make sure that the organizers know who the person is, because they may not know. And that he has been properly seated. He is properly acknowledged. And you'll be honored. Amen. Don't let him sit anywhere. You see, there was somebody who was doing an installation. He used to be a member of the church. They invited me which had a church program, and I almost canceled even my preaching. And so, so you finish the preaching and go. When I went there preaching, and I didn't invite myself. The person invited me at the last minute. When I went to sit there, the person was sitting here, we were sitting there, and we were on the stage. We were on the stage, not that I was in the crowd. So if somebody is here, and you are here, can't you see the person? They acknowledge everybody, including those who even came later. And younger ministers, they acknowledge everybody. And I was just sitting face to face. And mommy and myself went there. They never mentioned. It's like they invited us to shame us. Never mentioned our names. And rather mention the name of somebody they were expecting. Who was in our church here. They mentioned the name of the person. And me, the senior pastor. Yes. 
blessed you, made you this and made you that and made you that and gave you many acknowledgements. I made you, gave you acknowledgement. And I decided to honor you by, by responding to your invitation. I didn't, I didn't invite myself. I was there. And it was even a late invitation, but I decided to stop everything, buy fuel in my own car, take my wife along, not having eaten nothing for the day, to come and sit at your function for hours. And they never had the respect to say, so, so, and so person. Because they didn't want to regard me as their pastor again or whatever to say that this, my pastor, is here. Or not even my pastor, but so, so, and so person is even here. No acknowledgement. So that's why I say, so you can go and give the person money, you can go and give the person a parcel, but you have not honored the person by acknowledging. And the person had a title, but the title the person has, the person even gained it because I gave the person the title. And yet they didn't even acknowledge me. It's an error. Amen. Yeah. Oh, my pastor is here. By the grace of God. Nobody came here as a pastor. I trained them and conferred on them the office of a pastor. So when they stand anywhere, they should be able to acknowledge that it is this man who God used to make me a pastor. Don't say I learn scriptures. You could not, there are many people who know scriptures better than you. Am I teaching you something here? I'm talking about honoring. Someone say honoring. Yes. You see, when, when, when I went for my PhD award, they were having their graduation. Hmm? The rector, we have a president and a rector. The rector, as I was going, the rector acknowledged and said, this is the man who blessed my marriage. The vice chancellor of the University of Cape Coast was there. The vice chancellor stood for me because the vice chancellor knew me, have been ministered for years and all those things. He stood and gave me a standing ovation. Director and all the people on the podium stood up and started clapping their hands. Not because I wanted a clap of free, but the man acknowledged the fact that if this man had not blessed my marriage, this thing I call marriage will not be there. Amen. There are people who take a certain stand on your behalf for you to become something. Acknowledgement. Someone say acknowledgement. Yeah. So mention them. Learn those of you who have muted your mouths and you do not know. It is only when something bad happens to a person that is when you know how to give bad commentaries about the person. You should be able to acknowledge them. Can I have an amen? Yes. You should be able to acknowledge that this person is the one who counseled me. This is the person who blessed my marriage. This is the person. When you are having an occasion, your wedding occasion and thing, you should be able to display the picture of the person laying hands on you and speaking at your wedding or whatever. Some of you, when you are wedding pictures, you have gone to hide the part that you are being blessed. And where only you and your, your, your partner you are kissing, kissing. Who, who, who made you start the legal kissing? The legal one. Amen. And the legal sex. So, yes. So the one who, who, who initiated, who was there, listen, never forget. 
Never forget people who have done things for you. Honor them. Remember them. And let them know that thank you for teaching me this. Thank you for helping me to become thing. Thank you for standing with me. Amen. Amen. That's why I mentioned Apostle General's name. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Mention. He came in, did a dedication here, preached. Bishop Saki, every year he's been coming to preach. How can we forget about him? And many others. Many others. Dr. Ampia Kofi served him. Bless me. This and that. You cannot forget. If you forget, you'll be forgotten. If you dishonor, you'll be dishonored. Some of you, you see, you don't become anything because you don't know how to honor. What your mother says about your father is what you take. In the eyes of your, father, your mother, your father is bad. But in your eyes of father, you are the, a product of your father's spermatozoa. So honor him. If he spilled you away, if he spilled you away, you would not have lived. So don't get up and say, my father is a bad person. My father didn't take care of me. Thank God that your father didn't take care of you. And you are still alive and you have been able to make it. Amen. Amen. So your silence and giving an offering doesn't amount to honoring. Tell your friend, don't be a silent giver of envelopes. A person who says nothing about anything. Mm. There are some of our people, when they travel, before they travel, we have to help them pray, do whatever. When they travel and they come and we bring in the microphone, say hello. They never acknowledge the fact that from this place they got help. It's true. They never acknowledge anything. He never acknowledge anything. Listen, not that man is looking for anything, but you must learn to what? Acknowledge. Honor that. I'm teaching about honoring. Can I have an amen? amen. Yeah. So nobody should get any bad mind that the man who, eh, or person born in Brandy, Brandy. What do you mean? You're Brandy. That's nothing. Now. It passes from one year to another. But you must learn how to do things in a proper way. Amen. Can I have an amen? You should, if you're a wife, you're able to say, "Honey, thank you. You've been a good husband. Thank you for that. You've been providing for us." Listen. Don't take what your husband does for you for granted. Don't take it. And you be more there are some men, you, 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 the woman, you provide food, you provide them dresses, they will sleep with you, do everything, and you take care of everything. They don't, they don't do anything for you. So if you gain something from somebody, learn to acknowledge it and say thank you. If you're a child, say thank you, daddy, that you paid my school fees for me. Thank you for doing this and that for me. Don't say it's your responsibility. Why Ask whether every man does that. Mm. Ask whether every man does that. Can I have an amen? Amen. Are you learning something here? Yes. Mm. Number two, the second way of honoring is to listen to somebody gladly. Listen to somebody what? Yeah. Listen to somebody what? Gladly. Listen to him gladly. That means Mark chapter 12, verse 37. Mark chapter 12, verse 37. Mark 12, 37. Therefore David himself calls him Lord. How is he then his son? 
and everybody, let's read the second part. And the common people heard him what? Gladly. King James said they listened to him what? Gladly. So, one of the ways to show honor to a person is to listen to him what? Gladly. Not with a frown face. The light can listen to him what? With delight. With delight. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. So, when your pastor is standing and is preaching, you don't frown your face. You don't put up a neutral face. You must be glad that he has come to there. You have come there. Can you imagine a teacher has come to teach you and everybody has squeezed their faces? I'll take my pen and go away. Because I have the knowledge, you don't have it. Amen. If you don't show any excitement about what I'm coming to give to you, why should I talk? Is, that, is, that thing, is it by force? And yeah, by force. So. You, must, you are the one who doesn't know. <laughs> so you must listen to him what? Gladly. Amen. 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 Yeah. And Jesus said, my sheep here. Hear my voice. And they know me. So you should be able to know the voice of your of your of your of your pastor the joy the excitement and the interest you show eh yeah that exudes out of you when your leader is talking or your father is talking or your mother is talking it's a reflection of the honor you are giving him yeah, that's why when they are talking to you, don't look somewhere. I have a problem with people when you are talking to them, they are looking somewhere else. One day I had a pastor here. When you are, you are, you are preaching, he's reading his Bible. It means that what you are saying is nonsense. Not that he's reading. What he's reading is different from, not that you have quoted the scripture and he's reading. I wasn't born yesterday. And when I'm preaching, I'm watching everybody. You think I'm, I'm watching. That's why I'm able to see a lot of things. And I see those who, who, who are into the thing and who are not into the thing. Yes, it's true. Yeah. So when, when you must listen gladly, you must be happy, you must be excited. When everybody's smiling, you must smile. When we are clapping, you must clap. When we are looking happy, you must look happy. You don't sit down like a diplomat from Qatar. And he's like, what are they saying? So what are they laughing about? And all those things. Eh? You, you are all clowns. And I'm the proper person. No, it's a bad, it's a bad way of behaving. You are not honoring the person who is talking to you. How come that somebody is talking to you and you show no expression? You are expressionless. Meanwhile, when you go out, you can talk. When they're playing football, you laugh, you smile, you shout. And in the church, as you are preaching, you have a, a neutral face. You can't, you can't. Eh? One day, one of my nephews came to my house. And then I saw my dog. And then we saw one of the dogs. He said, he said the dog's face has not turned like, like an idol. Uh, it is as serious as an idol. It's as scary as an idol. What a shock. What a shock. Hallelujah. Amen. Are we learning something here? Yeah. When you are talking to somebody and he's on his phone, 
That's why you don't. You, you, either you are on your phone talking or you are watching something on your phone. It, it doesn't show respect. Amen. Amen. It doesn't show respect. If you think that at that time you really, really, really need to do something emergency, you know, excuse a person and say, Can I please uh, uh, pick this call or can I do this? But not that person is talking. Uh, some people, they're you are talking to them and the call comes. Uh, in the middle of the talking, hello, hello, and they pick. What do you mean? The person who is calling you that you are, is another person not calling you and engaging your attention at that time. Mm. This man is a lawyer. Ask him if he's if before a judge. Can he pick a call? He told me. He said that anytime you call me, I can pick it. But anytime that I can, you see that I, I'm not able to pick it, it means that I am before a judge. Mm. I'm before a judge. And so I cannot pick it at that time. Amen. Amen. So you do not pick calls. When your leader is talking to you, it's a sign of dishonor. If you think it is an extremely emergency situation, ask, respectfully ask for permission and then pick the call. If you are in church, you are not supposed to pick calls in church. When your pastor is preaching or any, anything, his worship is going on and you don't pick calls. If you think it's that important, excuse yourself. But don't be in a state there or you are in a church and then you are sending ta-ta-ta-ta. Except it's maybe it's an official basis. Something official that maybe you are expecting a guest and at that time you are supposed to, you know. But even you have to do it in such a way that you don't distract anybody else. Amen. Amen. I'm talking about honoring. Because can you imagine if you are standing here and you are leading praise and worship? Everybody stand we are going to praise the name of the Lord. Some of those things on his phone. Cha 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 cha. All this iPad and all those things. It means that what you are doing, there's no regard. As people are singing in the church, and you are that way, you are conversing. Don't you know that singing is part of the administration? Then let the choristers go and sit down. Choristers, when you are singing and the people are talking, go and sit down. That's why they don't want to listen to what you are doing. Go and sit down. Why are you wasting your voices? Because they are not listening to what you are saying. You are ministering to them. And they are dishonoring you and they are disregarding you. That is why when they are ministering, even me, when my pastors are preaching, and then there's someone there, I stand up for them. Because I'm standing up for the word of God. And are, sometimes they are preaching messages I have preached, but I don't say I know it already. I take my notebook and I also write. Because God will use them to say something that I will, it will, it will ignite Amen. something in my heart. Amen. Ah! Amen. Lizzie, one month, sir. We are suspect. One month, sir. Amen. Amen. Yes. One month, sir. Yeah. You see, when you come to the church eh, and you talk, talk, you do too many commentaries. You don't flow. When you come to church, what you do is that when you do the commentaries, you come and meet your fellow commentators. You think I don't know? I've been in the church for some time. And in this church, you came and met me. Yeah, in the church, you came and met me. So I know, I know the church politics. I know whatever you have been doing. Mm. I know things. You think I know no things? I know no things. things. One little boy told the daddy, Daddy, I know things. Mm. I've been seeing things, I've been knowing things. <laughs> so I know things. Yeah. Now they want to teach a five year old kids how to know things. CSE. That's an evil from, from the kingdom of the devil. Yes. We have to pray against it. Yes. How do you teach a little boy how to put on condoms? Yes. And how to excite a girl? 
It's a recipe for confusion in the country. You take your little girl, by the time you come, they have raped her. Six-year-old girl, they have raped her. But, uh, four boys will jump on her. We curse anybody Jesus who will want to perpetrate that. Yes. We curse the activity. Any family they want to break, we command their family to be broken into pieces. Amen. Break. They want to break our children. May they be broken. They want to kill our children. May they be killed. We bury them. We bury them before their time. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. 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 Listen, when you don't stand for righteousness, evil prevails. Amen. Amen. Some of you have not been, you have not heard about someone who has been raped before or abused before. Even boys who have been abused. Hallelujah. Amen. So, you don't yawn. Amen. Somebody's talking to you. When you are yawning, it means what? either you are bored, you are hungry. You are tired. This one is nonsense. Hello? Hi. Yeah. No, you see, I want you to put yourself in the shoes of your leader. Yes. Amen. Amen. That's when no yawning. No yawning. No comments. No comments. No pulling of faces. No pulling of faces. You know, sometimes when a preacher is bringing, then someone do that. Uh-huh. So you know, I'm dialing numbers. Uh, I, then they say, "Ko no no." No, why 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 yes, I'm Sometimes I can't. Why bullet? No no. It's all dishonoring. You are sitting there, spirit of dishonoring. Who boo boo any pulling faces? Pulling your tongue. Pulling your tongue. One day, you will become a CEO of a company. You will see what they'll do to you. They will drive you away. Amen. Yeah. When I was building, I, I got this family. They didn't have a place to stay. Come and stay in the park. I've roofed the place. Water is there. Electricity is there. And I'm trying to wear something. When I get to the house, they have squeezed their faces. Not once. Maybe the first day, probably they were not happy. Second time, they squeezed their face. Third time, they squeezed their face. I told mommy, I said, mommy, this boy, they must leave the house. They must what? Leave the house. They don't. Let me tell you something. There are people when you put them in your house before you go there, if you are not careful, you'll never be able to go and stay there. They will pray some prayers, ill wishes, ill desires, whatever. I said this one. Me, I've come. You will not smile. Go away. One of our churches in one of the regions. And then the the elder and the wife, they were doing some funny things and scriptural things. And then it got into my ears. A father must correct wrong things. And I took her and we went there to go and then sit with them. We went and dedicated the land, talked very well. And then as a father is trying to correct the children, I said, all of them, I said, we do not do this. Because sometimes you can do something, not because you're a bad person, but because you don't know that's wrong. Don't you all do things that sometimes we know that it's wrong, wrong? Yeah. So I said, brother, we don't do this and this and this and that. When you are corrected, you should rather take an offering and give to the person who corrected you. And said, thank you for delivering me. The guy right there got angry. He was there. 
Eh? There are some of the elders too. Do we know what they do? I said, where Jimmy for? I said in my head. I said, you. It is not the other people's matter we are talking about. I told her. I said, it is your case that has come up. So let's address your own. If you think that somebody else is doing something, then legitimately raise it up so that it is also addressed. Then when we left, he unilaterally called for a meeting with the elder because he felt he was physically older than them. Listen to me. When it comes to a ministry, it is not an age. Preach. Eh? Yeah. Age mates are different from grace mates. Age mates are different from grace mates. Other than that, you go and see a young doctor, and then he'll be treating you. Then go to the oldest person. Then when you go to the, you are flying on the, on, on the aircraft, then you shouldn't listen to an air hostess who is, it can even be your daughter. You must learn to respect people. Amen. Yeah. Even when they are older than you. Sorry, when you are, you are older than them. Can I have an amen? So when I saw and I, I, I realized that kind of behavior, I sent a message. I said, remove him immediately. It was midnight. In the midnight, I sent a message. Midnight. I was praying. And the Holy Ghost said something in me. And I saw this scripture. A little leaven leavens the whole lamp. I said, this person has initiated something bad. I said, remove him. He should not step in that office again as an elder to ever stand behind the pulpit to preach. He has dishonored the work. He should go. He can, if he wants to be a church member, he can be a church member, but not an elder. Because I cannot come and correct you. I put you there. When somebody puts you on a chair, he should be able to correct you. If I put you on a chair and I say, get up from that chair and sit on another, another chair, you can't get up and say, why have you moved me from that chair? That's an evil spirit. You didn't put yourself there. You didn't bring that chair there. You didn't create it there. And so you can't say that I won't get up. Or why have you removed me? You do not have to question. That's a dishonor. It's a bad spirit. Amen. Amen. Yes. It's a bad spirit. Am I teaching you something? Yeah. He didn't acknowledge me. He didn't acknowledge me. He later then he sent me. He said, oh, they should come and beg for him. They said, yeah, we'll forgive you, but we'll not sit on the chair. Until we have seen that you are properly repented, there'll be fruit of repentance. Because you cannot be corrected, and then when you are corrected, you rebut the correction, and you start attacking. He started attacking other elders. That why did have they come to report and interesting enough the one who was even seriously attacking had nothing to do with the thing the person never had even called me the person we have he had not told me anything i got to know it from somebody some other source and yet he attacked the wrong person are you learning something here yeah so first way of honoring is what to acknowledge number two is what to listen to somebody what gladly you should be excited when your pastor is coming to preach. Your pastor's preaching must be more important to you than Benny Hinn's preaching. We thank God for Benny Hinn. We thank God for any great man of God in the house. Listen, a mother's breast milk means more to the child than any other woman. Yeah. When anybody gives birth, God, puts, God has put a mammary gland in the breast of a woman to take care of her daughter. Amen. 
and the, 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 the breast milk of the mother is sweeter to the child than any other woman's Amen. breast milk. Spiritually, that is what it must be. So, if you are in this church, you must listen to my preaching more than anybody else preaching. Amen. If you believe in somebody else preaching, then go, go. I'm not saying never listen. After once in a while, we eat at a restaurant. But restaurant is not a normal place we eat. Amen. How many times do we receive guest preachers here? And before the guest preacher comes, we'd have taught you so many things. And a lot of times, when the guest preacher is even come to say, we've said it. They only come to say it, packaging it in a different way. Amen. Amen. So you don't act like you have never heard that preaching before. Yeah. Because yeah, sometimes people are hypocrites. As a guest preacher comes, hey, yeah. 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 when your pastor is preaching, you don't get up. When your pastor is preaching, you are sleeping and snoring. Yeah. When your pastor is preaching, you are doing, you are pulling her faces. Yeah. But when a guest preacher comes, hey, yeah. you are giving offering. When your pastor is preaching, you are not going to put offering there. Shabbatabalaba. A person who despises you won't have the decency to stay awake whilst you are talking to him. When you're, you hear that your pastor has called you, you see on the phone, your pastor has called you, you must respond. You miss the call, you must call back immediate as soon as practicable. ASAP. Because you don't know. Maybe he's seen a revelation about you. Yeah. Do you know that I pray for you? I see a lot of things. Mm. And I don't say anything. But for some of you, I call and say, pray about this and pray about that. Hello? Hi. Are you here with me? Yeah. And it is dishonoring for your leader, your boss. You, I mean, can you imagine you are there? Your boss calls you. You've seen calls three times, four times, five, and you don't respond. What kind of human being are you? It is disregard. If you receive the call, it was late in the night. Following morning, try to call. If you call, you didn't get it. Send a message. Amen. Can I have an amen? Amen. Oh, your amen was weak. Amen. Maybe your school teacher didn't teach you. So this teacher in the house is teaching you. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. When you see your mother's call, respond. uh, some of you think I'm only a fanti. I have a, I have a shanty blood in me. Amen. And I've got, I've got gun blood in me. Amen. Oh, you don't be. I've got gun blood in me. My grandmother's father is called Kojo Tete. When you see my grandmother, my grandmother has got gun. That's why you don't. When you see people, don't insult them with their tribes. So you don't know where they are coming from. Yes. You know where they are coming from. I've got ever blood in me. That's why I like Banku and Fetri. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Are you learning something here? Yes. Can I have an amen? Amen. The common people listen to him what? Gladly. So no pulling of faces, no sarcastic remarks. 
No cynical smiles. Cynical. That's cynical. When somebody is talking, you don't buy your head. Amen. Except maybe you are not well. But don't, don't buy your head. Don't preach is going on. You have bowed your head, you have turned your face away from the preach. When the when the person is turning, if you if you like the person and you are gladly listening to the person, you will turn towards the direction of the person. Yes. You, look. you look. And I have learned something that when you keep looking, eh, the Bible said they looked and they became radiant. You're looking, you're looking, you learn by looking. So maybe I will, I will move here and I'll do something that you may not see and you'll miss the opportunity to get a miracle. Yeah. So you must look. Someone say, look. Am I teaching you something here? Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Look. Tell somebody, look. Look and leave. Amen. Hmm. So somebody can give you a donation. You see, some people, the way they honor you is like giving a funeral donation. They just go that your friend Ketre, Wakoma Ketre, Wakoma Bibi, just give and that is all. You must give with an attitude of gratitude. Yes. Amen. They give without saying a word. And when you come to church and the preacher is preaching, no movement. You must sit. Amen. Yeah. Don't sit. You don't move around. Keep the urine. Because some of the things you distract the preacher. Every now and then. Can, can you imagine you are standing here talking? If you're a teacher, listen, I mean, I've been a teacher. You're a teacher, you're a teacher, and this one gets up and goes. This one, why is class? Okay, we are going to urinate. We are going to urinate. We are going to urinate. You are distracting the class. Number three, change your behavior. How do you honor? How do you honor somebody by changing your behavior? Hebrews chapter 12, verse 8 to 11. Okay. But if you are without chastening, of which all have become partakers, then you are illegitimate and not sons. Eh? Furthermore, we have had human fathers who corrected us and we paid them what? Respect. Hallelujah. Amen. We had human fathers who, who corrected us and we paid them what? Respect. It means that when you are corrected, you must pay them what? Respect. You don't get angry at the correction. Amen. Amen. We give them reverence. You see, most of you, when you're there, yeah, all you want is take it. The Lord's going to do this. Amen. The Lord's going to do that. Amen. A good teacher, when he's teaching a class and he sees that his student didn't do something well, he'll go and say it's wrong. And then say, go and do the correction. And then when you bring it, he says, sin. A bad teacher will not correct you. So, a bad pastor, a bad senior brother in the church, a bad brother in the church, mm. a bad friend in the church will never correct you. If there is any pastor in the church who when you are doing something wrong, they don't, they don't correct you. And when you are corrected, they say don't mind them. That's a bad pastor. 
mark the person. It's an evil person. He wants to portray that the one who corrected you is good, is bad, and he is the good one. Mr. Goody Goody. It's a cursed person. And the person wants your life to be destroyed. Do you know the reason why Eli died before his time? The Bible says that Eli did not restrain his children. Not that he didn't talk about what they did. He didn't stop them. And the children kept doing the wrong thing. You should be able to tell your children, listen, if you're a father and a mother, you must have a strong voice. There are people who have a problem with a strong voice. Hello? Yeah. They have a problem with what? A strong voice. But you must be able to accept a strong voice. So say, accept a strong voice. There are people who are allergic to a strong voice because they never had a strong father, a strong mother, a strong voice. You see, in the house, sometimes you see that kwesijai, kwesijai. When you think that kwesijai is not, what do you do? You scream. Stop it. Don't be silly. And you, the mothers, when the fathers are using their strong voice, don't say, don't mind your father. He likes shouting too much. Eh? You wait. One day, you will come and hold your neck and strangle your neck. Yes. Yes. I used to go and preach. I was going to preach a, a family. When I this young guy, he used to be a, a big time banker, whatever. But you know what? The guy was on drugs, would smoke. I remember when I went to his room, this guy would be smoking. Me, I don't like, I've never smoked before. The guy would be, ah, And then, when the first mother realized that I had an interest in him to help him, when he has a, the, the boy is misbehaving, the guy is misbehaving. If I was a man, married with, with children, he will call me. She will call me. And then the mother will call me. He said, my son is strangling me. The mother didn't correct this boy when he was growing up. He went to the boy, best of schools in Ghana, went to school outside the country. The day he was married, even at the last minute, he said, hey, I, I won't go, I won't go. They had to be begging him. Sports boy. Sports boy. They did everything for him. He was a sport boy. The mother has sports the boy. He went and held the neck of the, the wife. I, I tell the mother, when the time I got to the house, the guy's hand was on the neck of the mother. Holding the mother's neck. Like I am the one who went and said, remove your hand. Because the mother, the mother didn't have a strong voice on the son. When your child is behaved, we are now watching Abba. I love you, eh? I love you, eh? I love you. If you don't do that, you today mark it. Today is the sixth of October. Write it. Your child will grow up and beat you up. I prophesy to you with my eyes open. I prophesy to you. I said, I prophesy to you with my two eyes open. I prophesy to you with my two eyes open. 
Don't correct your child. The Bible says that folly is in the heart of a child and the rod of correction will drive it far away. Strong countries, great countries are governed by strong voices. You can't be a weakling to be a leader. You have to be strong. I say you have to be strong. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And one thing I've noticed is that, especially with boys, boys, you see, God created us. Are you listening to me? God created us that a man and a woman should check children. Should, should, should be. The absence of one brings about a certain deficiency in the child of, in the life of the child. And when it comes to the area of discipline, and especially with guys, guys who do not have fathers in the house, they grow up and they become the, the angry people and they, they become disrespectful. They, when you, they are being corrected, they fight it. And, and because they didn't have a, a, a father in the house, when they come to the church and they are corrected, they see the, the pastor as a bad person who is trying to harass them, but they don't know that God has given them another father to help to compensate for their life. Can I have an amen? Amen. Are you learning something? Yeah. When were you? When your father is sitting, you are standing there with your hands at your back. You are waiting for the time when they say he has finished eating. Bring water for him to wash his hands. Then you take the water. You see, today they will call it abuse. It's not abuse. It's training. It's training. It is what? Training. Training. In this age, we are saying we are making our children sophisticated. No wonder they are misbehaving. Then when you finish, you, you, you are holding the napkin. And don't, you don't be watchful to bring, after he has washed his hand, to bring the thing on time. His hand and his whatever will enter your faith. What he's training you is that you must learn to be alert and become responsible at the time you have to be responsible. And you will take that kind of attitude to your workplace and because of that, your boss will like you and promote you. But if you are irresponsible, when you are growing up, you grow up and go to the office and still become irresponsible and therefore you'll be marking time. So you honor by gladly, by number one, acknowledging, number two, by listening, listen to somebody what? Gladly. Amen. Amen. And that means that you must attend the meetings on time. When you are habitual latecomer, what you are saying is that I didn't really want to attend, but I'm forced to attend, so let me just go and say and show my name. It's a bad attitude. It's a way of dishonoring. You don't go and the president is talking before you go and sit down. Hello? And the pastor, listen to me, the pastor is more than the president. The president will stand office for four years. At the most eight years, he's gone. The pastor, your pastor is your pastor for life. Your father is your father for life. Amen. They corrected us and we gave them what? Respect. 
Hey, my father respect. My father will say, go and bring the cave. Look at that. He said, touch your toes. You touch your toes. What? 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 That you are you. That you are you. Twelve lashes. And my father, when he's lashing, he's smiling. My father, when, he, when my father gets angry, he'll be smiling. So said that you may not know. It was later we realize that yeah, the man is angry. Then when my father gets angry, he says, hmm, <laughs> Isn't it amazing? The man is angry and yet he's smiling. Hmm, <laughs> check. Then he said, Kafa, Kafa, Banabra. Hmm, check. Then you go there. And then, Butuho, Benda, Butuho. Twelve lashes. Correction. And after that, you give reverence. You must salute on top of it. Amen. When the bishop that was saying, he whipped one of his children, his sons. When he whipped the son, the guy did a serious face. He said, Come here again. He said, He pulled the belt. He said, For squeezing your face, another one. Wham! He said, Now correct your face. You corrected his face. He has learned a lesson. Uh, when, they, when you are lashed, when you are corrected, you must change. Can I have an amen? amen. Leviticus 19, 20. Uh-huh, okay. Young people are here, 22. Young people are prone to what? Foolishness and fats. The cure comes through tough-minded what? Discipline. Tough-minded discipline. Yes. Yes. Let's do this one. Leviticus 19, 30. And anybody who disregards your father or your mother, listen to me. You, you are opening yourself to a curse. Eh? Yeah. The Bible says that vultures will pick your eyes up and your light will go off. Look for that scripture for me. When you dishonor your, your father. Huh. Leviticus 19.30. Look at the scripture. Yeah, ravens. Ravens will pick your eyes or something. Is it Leviticus or 19? There's this scripture I say, you shall keep my Sabbath and reverence my son. Uh-huh. Yeah. Where did you go to? He said, you shall keep what? My Sabbaths, what is so? And reverence my sanctuary. I'm the Lord. Amen. So what he's saying is that obey the rule of the Sabbath and show honor to my word, sanctuary. So keeping God's command is a way of showing honor to his sanctuary. Amen. Keeping and following an instruction shows honor. Write it. Keeping and following an instruction shows what? Honor. It's not just about just taking an envelope and say, well, it's a, a Father's Day, Founder's Day, whatever birthday I brought you this in. No. Keeping the instruction of a father. Keeping the instruction. Amen. Yeah. Bible says that follow the law of your mother. Is that not it? Do not despise the instruction of your, your father. Keeping instruction is very important. And when you dishonor them, this is what happened. Proverbs 30, 17. The eye that mocks his father and scorns obedience to his mother, the ravens of the valley will pick it out and the young eagles will eat it. It means that you become visionless. There are some things in life you never see. You may not see marriage. Or you may not enjoy a good marriage. You will not see a good marriage because of the fact that you disobeyed. You didn't keep the law of your father. Are you listening to me? Listen. 
Listen, those of you who fight your fathers, this one, a, a certain pastor told me. He, he used to live outside this country, and I would go there and go and preach. And then they had been married for years, and they have children. He told me this. He said, at a point in time, he was dishonoring his father. Fighting his father because of the mother, because of the things the mother had said. Fight them, fight them, fight them, fight them. One day, God was just merciful to him. Thank God for preachers. The man of God called and said, you have been doing something against your father. Go and correct it. You are dishonoring your father. You speak against your father. Are you listening to me? Yes. You speak against your father. You have done this. Meanwhile, they were, they, they, you were living in Europe with the best kind of medication. They've gone for all kinds of consultation. They're not getting a child. So he said he came to Ghana and went to his father and knelt down and begged his father, say, for all the kind of way I've been fighting you in my heart and things I say and go, please forgive me. And the man prayed for him, forgave him and prayed for him and released him. It was after that, that was after 12 years or so of marriage that they had a child. The last time I saw, these people were childless, had about four kids or so, within a space of about six years. Four kids. The last time, when even the guy came, there was another baby in the womb. I don't know Abro, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you want to give the Lord a hand. There's another scripture. I say that the one who disobeys his father, he says that his light shall go off. Your light, your bedroom will light. One day, a certain girl misbehaved towards the mother to ascend. The mother said, You, you sell, you sell Kelly You sell, sorry, you sell bees. You sell bees. The, guy, the girl had gone to University of Ghana, gone to study information technology, whatever information systems. Not that selling bees is bad. But she was relegated that you cannot become anything. You are laughing at me, the mother. You are laughing at me. We sent you to school. And today you think you are better. You will sell beans. If you insult your father or mother, your light will be snuffed out in total darkness. Yes. So you better change your behavior. Tell somebody, change your behavior. Yeah. Do it in another version for me. Huh. Same scripture, Proverbs 20, 20. Whoever curses his father or his mother, his lamp will be put out in deep darkness. See, your disrespect and disobedience is amounting to a curse. Mm. A curse. You, 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 your light will go off. But may the Lord deliver us from that. Can I have an amen? Amen. Listen to me. The truth is that if I know that you disregard me, disrespect me, there's no way that any good thing will exude out of my heart to you. Mm. In fact, your misbehavior builds a barrier. And some of you, as I'm preaching and I'm here in the church, I can see that you only come and represent yourself in the church, but your heart doesn't love me. I can feel it. In your eyes, listen to me, I was trained to watch, observe eyes. It's part of my natural training and my spiritual training as well. So I like to look into the eyes of people. I'm telling you. In my physical training, I was trained to observe the eyes of Drosophila. Different colors of eyes of fruit flies. Look at how little it is. And to be able to check, look at it. So when I come around, I look at people. I look at the way they are sitting. I look at their postures. I look at how they behave yesterday and how they are behaving today. I look at many things. And plus the fact that I'm a spiritual person. So I sense a lot of things. Yes. So just
some things outside this way, I know. And ask mommy, I can say that, I can see this person saying this or acting this way, this way, this way, this way. But when they see you, they are the pretentious. They are sometimes, as you are preaching, they are there, they are doing something. When they see your face, they, then they smile. And they, hey, hey, hey. Some of them, they are not even praying. When they see, hey, yeah. I've seen it all. Disobedience. Disobedience. Hello? Are you learning? You see, the Jews believe that they were supposed to keep the Sabbath. And they believe that if they don't keep the Sabbath, God will kill them and you'll never be blessed. When you go to Israel, Friday evening, from Friday evening, nothing is going on. No public transport. Saturday, no public transport. There's no washing on, no washing and cooking by a real Jew on Saturday morning. Saturday, the whole day. Saturday till much later in the day, when the Sabbath is over. But Christians, you'll be washing. Christians, that's what we do everything. They observe the Sabbath. They are obedient unto God. No wonder Israel is so blessed. All around Israel, it's a desert. Go to Jordan. We're driving and we saw Jordan. We're Jordan and we saw Israel. And when you see the land of Jordan and you see the, the, uh, the nation of Jordan and the nation of Israel, there's a difference. That thing is not about school, oh. Sister, beautiful. It is not about your beauty that will let you get a husband. I have seen beautiful girls at the university. Oh, yeah, Makatolomashia. When you see the girl say Chalo Obanye, and Nantu and Nantuanye, and Nimoye and Nimo, and Hinaya, lips are your lips. Front house are front house. Behind are front behind. You don't know whether they were created or they are crafted. Coming from good homes. I'm telling coming from what? Very good homes. Living in places like cantonments. Yes. Hey. And yes, later, and now at a point in time, now boys will form one. Later, when you saw the face of this one, I said, Hey, I said, You know, Kaba, you know the lady said, What was this? What's this? And no husband, no, after years, no husband, nothing. Meanwhile, the person used to speak in tongues. You don't know where the tongues have gone to. Disobedient. Listen to me. It is not he that runneth. Some of you, when you do some things, I laugh in my head. I say, I laugh in my head. Amen. Yeah. When you make those comments, I feel it and I know it. Even dogs know it. I have dogs, so I know the dogs. When the dog knows that you love him, you know, and when you are not minding him too. Keep a clean heart. Keep a real heart. Keep a loving heart. Amen. Amen. Let your father know that you really love him. For real. And not a pretentious one. Learn to say good things in his presence and when he's even not around. In fact, the real time you show a person honor is when the person is not around. Do you know what? When Jesus died, Joseph of Arimathea went for his body, Matthew 27, and wrapped Jesus in his fine, Bible says, fine linen clothes, clean, fine linen. He could have put him in any kind of thing. And he didn't put him in a mass grave. He put him in his own tomb. 
and covered it. He honored Jesus at the time when Jesus couldn't even see it physically. It means that you honor a person. Your true honor for a person is when the person is not even physically around to hear you say it. What you say, how you act towards the person, in your heart, what you say about the person, your defense for the person, how you defend the person, when people are talking bad about the person, what you say about the person, what you say to his critics, that stop it. Many years ago, I was doing a program in Kumasi, and there are some pastors who are gathered. You will meet in a daytime, we play uh, badminton and stuff like that. Then the name of Apostle General Reverend Sam Crunchy surfaced. And the people started criticizing and saying things, saying things. I stood up and said, The man is not like that. Their voices were very strong, which could have drawn me. I stood up for the man in the field and said, The man is not like that. And I started saying all the positive things about the man. The same people, right after they changed their mind, they said, Can you connect us to him? So that you come and minister to us. When people are saying bad things about your pastor, what do you do? In your house, does your mother or your father know that this name, Jonathan the Kuban, is a good person to you? And that you say that do not say bad things about this man because I know what he represents in my life. Yes. I know what he represents in my life. I'm teaching some. You see, what you do today, it will be done for you. But when you think that they are lambasting somebody, so you keep quiet, you will see. And probably the same person they are lambasting that you didn't stop. To keep him so that tomorrow you'll be in the trouble and he would have been the person to help you. Yes. Can I have an amen? amen? When you have any issue in the church, don't go and tell anybody. Don't tell your father, don't tell your mother. Because they may not understand spiritual things. There are things you don't even tell your spouse. Ask mommy. There are many, many things go on and she doesn't know. Because she's not the Holy Ghost for me to talk to. I only talk to her about things that, that concerns her life that she can give a real positive input. Other than that, it's not for her ears. Because she's human. Amen? And she may not understand. She may, it's not at my level to understand certain things. So what I can overrule and say, let it go, she may not be able to get it. So you don't take your matters to some places. Don't tell your uncle this and that. Your uncle will say, oh, don't mind them. They're all like that. It's your money they want. Don't mind them. Da, da, da. You don't do that. They are cutting you off from blessings. Can I have an amen? Yeah. That's why pastors are not supposed to take their matters to their homes. Go and tell their wives. Go and check that this is what the pastor is doing. Me, I don't like no, 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 no. And if your wife is like Job's wife, he will tell you, curse God, let him die. Curse God, let him die. But Job was wise. So I'm going to be like one of those foolish women. Amen? Am I teaching you something here? I have six points, but I'm only doing three today. Hallelujah. Amen? You must be correctable. Tell somebody you must be correctable. Yeah. Correctable. I sent somebody some time ago. Say, go and tell this person to come and see me. And told the person, go, I'm coming. Go and tell him I'm coming. So the person has it. So you go and tell him I'm coming. He said, yes. You can tell him whatever you want to say. Yeah. What does it mean? It's a sign of disrespect. It's total disregard. 
Yeah. Go and tell him that I am coming. And Kabashimene. If you hear that your pastor was even looking for you, you should be the one to call and say, that I heard that you are looking for me, and quickly run. That is honor. When you see your father, your pastor's phone call, under no circumstance usually say, I won't pick it. No matter how angry you are, pick it. Don't let a curse come upon your life. Don't misbehave. If for any reason say you are in a church and you are a church officer, you play a role in the church and you cannot come to church, respectfully let your leader know that please I can't come to church because I'm on this schedule or that or that. Don't take French leave. And you are there for a long time, you are not appearing in church. What are you communicating? Can you do that at your workplace? Is it because when you come to the church, then we don't give you salary? But you think you are accountable to your workplace because they give you salary. Can your salary be compared to the blessings that you receive in the house of God? It's disrespect. It's disrespect. So if you are there in the church, you are supposed to play a role. You couldn't come to a church. Even if you are not well, send a message. Or let someone send a message. Oh, I couldn't come because I wasn't well. Or whatever. But no way you couldn't come and then we even send a message. Why are you not coming? Why are they coming? And you are not minding free. You are not minding free. What is the behavior of that? Are we not a family? And the Bible says that we are supposed to give an account of your soul. So as a pastor, I'm supposed to ask of you and you must account. Don't tell me that I own my own life. You must account if you believe you are part of us. Unless you think you are not part of us. And if you believe that you are no more part of us, you must come to us and say, Sir, from today I don't want to be part of you. And then we, we cancel your name and we say, we remove, we remove the covering. We remove the covering. In the wind, it's on you. Yes. Yes, we remove the covering. You are no more part. Listen, the moment you go to a school and say, I'm no more part of the school, they strike your name out. It means that the school is no more responsible for your whatever. When anything happens to you, you say, we are not part of us. Am I teaching you something here? Yeah. I am showing you spiritual principles as to how to be blessed. You do never, you do not have to squeeze your face when you are corrected. You see, some people call you and say, Daddy, Daddy. What's the meaning of Daddy? Don't your children call you Daddy? They call you Daddy. When you beat them, did you, have you beaten any of them before? Bo, eh? You, you, you beat them before. Did they run out of your house? They say you are no more. Mr. Sami Dowona. You are no more my son. I am no more Dowona. Knock their head again. You, you, they stay. Is that not it? Yeah. The name daddy means that in your house. Daddy means that you are in charge. And so long as, you see, when they grow and they leave, that one, they can do what they want to do. But under your roof, they can't do what they want to do. They can't come when they want to come. They can't go out when they want to go out without your express permission. It means that as a father, as a father, you are accountable to their life and they are accountable to you for how they live their lives. And you are to account of their lives to God. Because God used you to bring them into the world. And you should be able to correct them. 
and they must salute you. Are you learning something here? I'm just on the third point, I'm finishing. I won't, I won't go on the fourth one because all the heavyweights. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. When you are not correctable, you are dishonoring the person. You see? People will call you daddy, daddy till certain things happen. Then you know that you are not their daddy. When you correct a person, that's when you know whether you are really the daddy or not. When they When I tell my children, sit down! They can't get up. When they, my children, my biological children call me daddy, I say sit down, they won't sit down. If you call me daddy and I say sit down, sit down. Amen. Amen. When you call me daddy and I say, this girl, don't marry the girl. Hey. It won't be good to you. That's why no. Don't get I'm in love. And I'm not saying don't love because I don't just like the person. But it's because of what you have seen. It's not, it's not everybody who is marriageable. The way the person is pretending, you are not seeing it. Because you see, I suppose love. It's not even love, it's infatuation. Amen? Maybe you have already started kissing and pulling things. When you start, when you start petting and you start having sex, when the thing is not correct, you can't even feel it. Because already you are you have become bonded with the person in a wrong way. That's why most people marry the wrong people. Yeah. When you start having sex with a guy, you want more sex. So you go and the person slap you and you see another girl. She'll jump on another person. You say, okay, it's okay, I forgive you, you jump on me too. It's a jumping. So don't call me daddy if you do not want to listen to me as a, as a daddy. Just call me reverend, doctor, whatever. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, you can call me by anything. Because I believe it. I, I know the meaning of daddy. Amen. So if you are calling me daddy, it means that you must listen to the instruction I'm giving to you. And not fight me. I didn't have an amen. amen. Let me just give you one or two scriptures and I'm done for the day. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1 to 3. Do you like the scriptures? Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. This is right. It's right to obey your parents in the Lord. In the Lord. Those parents of yours in the Lord, obey them. And obey your parents in the things of the Lord. It's two-faced. Amen. For this is what? Right. Verse 2 and 3, quickly. Children, obey your parents in the Lord for this right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise. <laughs> Hallelujah. Verse 3. That it may be what? Well with you. When you honor them, it will be well with you. 
And honoring them means what? Acknowledging them. Honoring them, number two, means what? Gladly listen to them. And number three, honoring them means what? Change your behavior. So when we tell you, stop this, or you advise about something and you get angry, you have not changed your behavior. A child must change their behavior. In fact, parents are there to straighten children to change their behavior. Because children, when you leave them, they watch TV from morning to evening. They watch DSTV. They watch cartoon. They will eat ice cream. They will eat toffee. But parents will challenge them and rebuke them and stop them so that they will change their behavior. Children will wake up and they will not clean their teeth. But parents will tell them, no brushing of teeth, no food. And Christian parents will say, no Bible, no breakfast. NBNB. No Bible, no breakfast. So the child grows up with that. And when the child grows up with that, then the child, the child, you are building what is called internal walls in the heart of the child. So that when you are not there, when, listen, those of you, if you don't know, I beg you, go to University of Ghana. Go to the house. Go to Water Hall. Go to Pent. Go to those. You will see what happens to your, the girls over there. You will see how they bring buses to take girls eh, for all night at the beach. All night sex at the beach. All night sex at the beach. The temptations they go through. Boys sleeping with boys. Girls sleeping with girls. Now, bo- girls are buying male phallus. Male penis. There's a man in a car. He, 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 he manufactures male penis. Eh? He uses a stick. He crafts it. He crafts it with the testicles at the end. And they, they hold it. Yes. And he's selling it. He's sell, and he said, the girls come and buy them. So if you do not build internal walls in the child, in your child's heart, he said, hey, yes, mommy, yes, mommy. And you are definitely afraid of your child. And you are not letting scripture get into your child. And you are not letting your child have, come under the fear of God. You do not know what your child is hiding in her bag and at the universities and wherever they are. Is That's why Jonathan Ikuman is preaching this Yes. Boys that are sleeping with boys. They are putting fuel in the exhaust pipe. Fuel is put in front there. But they put it at the back. Where the smoke is coming from. It's a whole message. It's a whole message. Colossians 3.20. Obey your parents in the Lord. For this is pleasing to the Lord. So obeying is what? Pleasing to the Lord. So disobeying is what? Not pleasing to God. And you see, it's not everything that our parents will say that we are happy with it. You see, obedience and submission is different from, from agreement. Is that right? Agreement is when you're on the same wavelength. But submission is that you have a different mindset, but you have been told to do what you are told to do, and you do it. And that's what happens in the military and in the, they say, do what you are told to do. Obey before complain. And just gonna, that's what I would say, husbands, 
love your wives, and wives what? Submit. That's it. If you are not ready to submit, don't marry. If you are not ready to submit, don't marry. Just keep yourself and control yourself. But when you marry, you must be willing for somebody that you, you say you have married to say, let's, let's sit down. Today we are going to eat this. We won't eat this. That's all. And don't go and give somebody son a problem. As I bring my message to a close, Malachi 1 6. Malachi 1 6. What will be your book? Malachi 1 6. Jenagan. Malachi 1 6. A son honors his father. And a servant is what? Master. If then I am the father, where is my honor? And if I'm a master, where is my reverence? Hallelujah. If you can't change your mind if a father talks to you or advises you, you are not a child. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So when I come here, I say, Kwa, the kind of song you are singing, change it. Don't say, ah, but, but, sing last week's song. Say, why, why should we sing last week's song? But we've been singing. You are not children. Then don't sing for me. Amen. Yeah. If your father says, cook this kind of food, cook it. He said, let's pray. Let's pray. Hallelujah. Amen. I said, Hallelujah. Amen. Proverbs 8:33. Hear instruction and be wise. Proverbs 9:9. Give instruction to a wise man. Proverbs 23:12. Apply your heart to instruction. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 and 17. It talks about correction. Hallelujah. The word of God. Oh. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. It's profitable for what? Doctrine. For reproof. For correction. For instruction in what? Righteousness that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. May that become your portion. Amen. Then the final scripture, 2 Timothy 3. 2 Timothy 4, verse 2 and 3. Makababa. Uh, everybody read it. Preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Convince. Rebuke. Do what? So the part of the pastor's work is what? Convince you. To what? Rebuke you. That means what? To confront something, exalt with all long suffering. Hallelujah. Why? Because the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But according to their own desires, because they have what? Itching ears, they will heap for themselves teachers. This man is your teacher. You must listen to your teacher. You must listen to correction. Can I have an amen? So when we say, sit down, don't be angry. When we say, get up, don't be angry. Say, let's lift up our hands. Don't be angry. A father deserves to be honored. And one of the ways to honor, you know what? Many children don't honor their parents, especially when they get something. I have observed that when parents get something, children get something, and they are, at that time, that their parents don't have much. They dishonor their parents. Because they give their parents envelope. And because they think they are the ones who give their parents envelope, 
Mommy J, Mommy J. Now, mommy cannot correct them mm. when they are wrong. If you didn't get anything, take this home. Be careful when you begin to do well. Can I have an amen? amen? Be careful. The thing is not just about the envelope. The envelope is important. That's what is important. It's important. But the envelope is meaningless, number one, when you do not acknowledge. So, there must be what? Acknowledgement. So I say acknowledgement. Acknowledgement. Eh? Eh? One day I went to the, the police station that I go and give the prisoners food and go. Then I was there, then somebody got up and screamed, he screamed, Oh yeah! Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! Then all the police were, oh, yeah! And I said, what is happening? He said, oh, we are saluting and honoring uh, uh, one of the seniors who is coming. Hey! In fact, the way the guy screamed initially, I got frightened. I was, I was wondering, I thought something had happened to you, something had happened. He, he was sitting down, he was writing. And, and I was with them, I was chatting with them, and I was talking. Then the guy got up. So I was like, then I heard, oh yeah, oh yeah, hey! hey! Then everybody got up, they said, hey! Ha! Then the guy, and then, you see, the guy who came in was wearing a civilian dress. He didn't have a big body. He looked very unassuming, but he was their leader. And so he was saluted. Acknowledgement! 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 And do you know what? The guy who started screaming was the senior most among the people there. He had to initiate, initiate acknowledgement, recognition, noticing, noticing. That's why when a teacher comes to class, the class captain will say, class, stand. It's a bad class captain if he doesn't initiate that. So it's a bad friend, a bad pastor, a bad person, a bad person who doesn't ensure acknowledgement of the leader. When you're having a meeting and your pastor comes and meeting, don't act like he's air. Do you know how you got a chair to sit on? Do you know how the building was built? When we give you a microphone, you say, put the microphone down. It shouldn't be a problem. Every work in the church is good. It's a work of God. He said, put the microphone down, go and clean the toilet. Don't say you have been demoted. Amen? Amen? The Bible says that Amen. God, Jesus Christ, he learned obedience through sufferings. Uh, and the Bible says he did not, he did not train equality to be, to, I mean, he did not try to be equal with God, even though he was God. Uh, Philippians chapter 2, verse 9. But he learned, he became, he made himself of what? No reputation. He made himself of no reputation. Start from verse 8. He made himself of no reputation, and therefore God has said, who be, who be in the form of God did not consider it robbery to be equal with what? God. But verse 7, he made himself of what? No reputation, but and taking the form of what? A bone servant, he came in the likeness of men. And what do men do? Verse 8, being found in appearance as a man. What are men supposed to be do? He humbled himself. Men are to humble themselves. When you humble yourself, God will exalt you. He humbled himself and he became what? Obedient. 
humility will lead you to obedience. And because of that, even to the point of death, the death of the cross, and the cross was the most shameful of deaths. When you are crucified, you know, when you are, you are, you are killed, when you are crucified, it means that you, you have been, you, literally you are under a curse. You are under great shame. And Jesus was stripped naked. Can you walk around here naked? To that? You can't. But Jesus was stripped naked for you. He humbled himself and became obedient unto them. And because of the humility and obedience, humility, 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 obedience. God has highly what exalted him and given him the name which is above every. Humility. He humbled himself and became obedient. He humbled himself. So when they tell you, you are not doing this work again, we have changed you. You don't, sit, you don't sit here again. You come and sit here. He said, why have they, why have they changed my position? Sit there. It's all a test. Before a promotion will come a test. And the test you go through your attitude toward the test will determine your promotion or your demotion. I've seen very, very senior military officers as friends. One of them was telling me that when they got the military academy to be trained as a senior officer, they said they will initially do something to provoke you. They sometimes will slap you. And they are, they are, they are watching your, your response. Because you see, if you slap back or you do something back, it means you are not going to be a good officer. Because as an officer, you have access to pistols and then you can give a command at any time for people to use their weapons. So do you have restraint? Do you have self-control? Are you temperate? Can you withstand anger and all kinds of things? They will, they will infuriate you to see your response. They will test you. Your humility. So somebody will slap you. A junior officer will slap you. He humbled himself. Jesus, living in heaven, came down from heaven and walked on this earth. The road of Palestine. Those times they were not, they were not tired roads. And became obedient unto death. Because of that, God has exalted him. My friends, humility will bring about exaltation. Every humble person is obedient. From today, may we be obedient. May we be humble. Your humility will let you get a good person to marry. Your humility will bring you promotion. I'm telling you. Somebody will start a company and because of your humility, they get a company. Humility will sometimes tell someone say, ah, I have a, good, a, a, a son. Because of your humility, I, I want to, you to, my son to marry you. Humility. Now we face a We are Jima. We don't want to be. We don't want to be. 
not a potty potty. And I don't child life. And who bear you so? Miss Obadia, so? But humility will cause you to become obedient. Obedience will bring you exaltation. May you be exalted in the name of the Lord. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not out of word, I'm out of time. Talk to God and say, God, for me, any Help me to honor you, Lord. Honor my leaders. In the name of Jesus. Just talk to God right now in the name of Jesus. Rabba se karaba. Ke karaba sanda halakataba. Reba kando buroba hasa karaba. Lo karaba karaba. Ke karaba se karaba. Ke karaba se karaba. Lord, I give 
So you want to lift your voice and say, Lord, your word says in Jeremiah 30, verse 19, that out of your house shall proceed thanksgiving and the voice of those who make merry. Let merry making come out of my house. You say, I will multiply them and they shall not be few. I will glorify them, they shall not be small. This month, may you honor us. Say, Lord, honor my business. Honor my family. Turn my story around. May my resources never diminish. 
May my life move forward and get better and better. Your word says in Proverbs that the path of the righteous shines brighter and brighter. May that become my portion. Left hand and say, Father, Father. This man, this man, let there be the voice of rejoicing, let there be the voice of rejoicing and, salvation and salvation in my house. In my house, may my path, may my path as a righteous one, as a righteous one, shine brighter and brighter. Multiply us as a church, multiply us as a church, and we shall not be few. Multiply my home, multiply my home, my resources, my resources, my finances, my finances, and there will not be few. And there will not be few. Lord, Lord, glorify me. Glorify us, glorify us, and we shall no more be small. We shall no more be small. My business will no more be small. My business will no more be small. My strength will no more be small. My strength will no more be small. Let your kingdom come. Let your kingdom come. May your will be done in my life. Have your way in my life. Have your way in my life. Say I prophesy. I prophesy. Your glory. Your glory. Your power. Your power. Your goodness. Your goodness. Your provision. Your provision. Over my life. Over my life. Touch my home. Touch my home. Touch my home. Let there be a turn around. Of anything, of anything, that needs a turn around. That needs a turn around. In the name of Jesus. Oh, 
speak over your life. Father, in Jesus' name. Father, in Jesus' name. Any persistent problem. Any persistent problem. I terminate the appointment in Jesus' name. Amen. Any follow, follow spirits. Any elements that wants to sabotage their effort. Jesus. Any evil hand of an Adonijah that wants to take over their chair. Jesus. We command the elements to be blinded. Amen. Jesus. The name. evil hand to wither. Amen. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the accent of this. Jesus. In the business of this. Jesus. That has fallen under the water. Jesus. Marriage. Jesus. Relationship. Jesus. Progress. Jesus. Whatever it is that has gone under the water. Jesus. As your servant, I command that it in rises up now. In the name of Jesus. Amen. The word says in Joel chapter 2, 25 and 26. Yes, Lord. That whatever the canquam and the caterpillar took away. Jesus. There shall be a restoration. Amen. I pronounce restoration. Amen. Repayment. Amen. Refurbishment. Amen. Restitution. Amen. Re uh, reinvestment. Amen. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Like blind by Timaeus. Anybody who is blind in any way. Jesus. From today. May I see. Amen. See your skyscrapers. Amen. See your buildings. Jesus see name. your children. Amen. See your family. Amen. See your finances. Amen. See your breakthrough. Amen. See your passport. Amen. See the visa. Amen. See the international Amen. See the growth of the church. See your promotion. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Samson was attacked by the lion. Jesus. But when the Spirit of God came upon you, he tore it into pieces. Jesus. Any lion that has jumped upon you, Jesus. today we tear the lion into pieces in Jesus' name. Amen. Out of the carcass of the lion, let sweetness come. Oh, Amen. yes, Lord. Amen. May your sad situation turn to sweetness. Jesus' name. May God convert your pain onto pleasure. Amen. I decree a turnaround for oh, you. Oh, yes, Lord. According to Psalm 65, verse 11. Jesus. Lord, as a year is coming to an end, oh, Jesus. may you crown your year with Amen. your fullness. This month, October, Jesus. let it be a month of honor. Amen. Crown them with honor. Amen. Crown them with honor. Oh, yes, Lord. May their power drop with fatness. In the name of Jesus, show them a sign for good. Amen. Satisfy them early. Amen. Satisfy them early. Amen. Let your beauty appear oh, upon them. Jesus. The hands that are lifted up. Jesus. Establish the work of your hands. Yes, Lord. Establish your homes. Amen. Satisfy them. Amen. Their souls. Amen. With abundance. Oh, Jesus. In Acts chapter 3, the man who was standing sitting in front of the temple called beautiful, yet his life was not beautiful. Jesus. But with an encounter with Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord. When Peter held him, he stood up. Jesus. Name. The weakness went away. Oh, yes. Send somebody into their lives. Amen. That they will stand. Oh, Jesus. Whatever name. is weak in their lives. Jesus. From today, let him be strong. Amen. Let weak limbs become Jesus. strong. Jesus. Weak businesses become strong. Amen. Weak finances become strong. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Jesus. Name. Today become stronger than oh, your enemies. Yes, Lord. Amen. May you never borrow from your enemies. May the Lord make you a lender oh, not yes, a borrower. Lord. Amen. The head and not the tail. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Jesus. May you enter into your place of honor. Oh, yes, Lord. Place of glory. Amen. As blind Batibayo cast away the cloth and he saw. Jesus. May you see your embrace. Amen. 
Mordecai was remembered and rewarded. Jesus. May you be remembered. Amen. From today, may you be remembered. Amen. This man be remembered. Oh, Jesus. Name. And be rewarded. In the name of Jesus. When Rachel prayed, the Lord opened her womb. Oh, yes, Lord. And she received a child. Jesus. May the Lord take away your In reproach. In the name of the Lord Jesus. And like Mephibosheth, may somebody show you kindness. Amen. This man received kindness. Amen. Receive restoration. Amen. Enjoy uncommon provision. Jesus name. I speak the blessings of Joel chapter 2 verse 19 Jesus. over you. That may God give you grain. Amen. Uncountable blessings. Amen. May your blessings be uncountable. Oh, Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Receive new wine. Amen. Unstoppable joy. Yes, Lord. Receive unstoppable joy. Receive it, Lord. And now I declare oil over you. Oh, Jesus. May your face shine bright. Amen. May favor be your portion. Amen. But you don't qualify. May you qualify. Jesus. May your enemies begin to speak good on your behalf. If they may be the ones to promote you. Oh, yes, Lord. Everything that your enemies are doing. Jesus. May it turn around to be for your own. Amen. May you be promoted. Amen. May you be honored. Amen. May you be strengthened. Amen. May you be fed. Amen. May you be honored. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Jesus be honored. Amen. Be honored. Amen. I speak the blessing of Zechariah oh, chapter Jesus. 8. Verse 12. Jesus. May your seed be mighty. Amen. May your children be mighty. In the name of May your investment be mighty. Amen. May your ground, which is your business. Jesus. May, may, your, may your vine, which is your business, Jesus. give fruit. From today, may your business oh, be fruitful. May education be fruitful. When you touch sun, let it turn to oh, water. Yes, Lord. Amen. When you touch sun, let it become diamond crystal. Yes, Lord. Amen. I pray more customers to come to you. Jesus, more customers to Amen. come to you. More customers to come to you. Prosper. 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 Receive fruit. Receive it, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Oh, Jesus. May your ground, Jesus. which is your location, Jesus. give increase. Amen. When people are not doing well in that place, Jesus. after you, may you do well. Amen. Any area of service you are in, Jesus. that people are not doing well, man, Jesus. you. Amen. May you marry. May you have children. Amen. May you flourish. Amen. May you progress. Amen. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. May your heaven produce. Oh, yes, Lord. Amen. Today, receive help from heaven. Amen. Receive help from heaven. We receive the Lord. Receive help from heaven. We receive the Lord. May the rains of God come upon you. Jesus name. May your life become like a water oh, garden. Yes, Lord. Amen. As a father, I bless you. Oh, Jesus. A father blesses. Oh, yes, Lord. Therefore, I bless you. Amen. 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 Amen. you. Amen. 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 Jesus. Amen. 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 Where divinity meets humanity. Oh, yes, Lord. When a speaking man meets a, a working God, miracles are Oh, yes, amen. May miracles be released amen. into your life in the name yes, of Jesus. Of Jesus. Whatever you are struggling with, oh, Jesus, man. no more struggles. Amen. The doors that were closed, may they be open. In the mighty the name of Jesus. The sickness that was you. May you be healed. Amen. Any problem that has been sitting on you, Jesus. no matter how long, yes, Lord. and no matter who is behind oh, it, Jesus. we take the hand of the person behind it. In the name of Jesus. 
We declare that that problem expires. Amen. I declare an expiring day. Jesus name. Today, the sixth of October. Jesus. May that problem expire. Amen. Whatever fault your father, your mother. Jesus. We seize their power. In the name of the Lord Jesus. We take the life out oh, of their yes, house. Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Jesus. Now I bless you with Numbers chapter oh, yes, 6, Lord. verse 24. Jesus. Shabbat Jesus. The Lord bless you. Oh, Jesus. That means that the Lord empower you. Amen. And prosper you. Amen. Receive provision. We receive it, Lord. And he says, the Lord bless you. Jesus. The Lord make his face shine upon you. Amen. But the Lord keep you. Amen. That means that may he protect you. Oh, yes, Lord. This month, may you be protected. Amen. Be protected from accidents. In the name of Jesus. Be protected from shame. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Jesus name. Anybody that they set a trap for Jesus. you. Jesus. Anybody that says oh, you will die. Jesus. You will not die. In the name of Jesus. Your business will not die. Amen. Any competitor that has taken you to Jesus. We declare that may that juju number one. May it turn against them. Amen. Anybody who wants your chest, Jesus. may their hands wither. Amen. They can't take over your chest. They won't take over your customers. Anybody within your business oh, yes. oh. undermining you, Jesus. may they dig in a pit for you. In the name of Jesus. May they fall into the pit and die. In the name of Jesus. Jesus name. The Lord bless you. Oh, amen. The Lord keep you. Amen. May He keep you. Amen. Keep you from shame. Amen. Keep you from shame. Yes, Lord. Keep you from enemies. Keep you from ill desire. Yes, ill desire. Amen. May He keep you. Yes, Lord. May He keep you. Amen. May He keep your partner for you. Oh, yes, Lord. May Nobody take over your husband. Nobody Jesus. take over your wife. Amen. Nobody take over your children. Amen. Nobody take over what is yours. May he keep what is yours. May he keep what is yours. May he keep your education. Keep your home. Keep your marriage. Keep your life. Keep your church. Keep your joy. Keep your honor. Keep your peace. Keep your promotion. May he keep. May the keeper keep. May he keep it. In the name of Jesus. May he make his face Oh, yes, Lord. And be gracious oh, to you. Oh, Jesus, man. That means may his presence be with you. Oh, yes, Lord. The Lord says, in the fire, I'll be with you. Jesus. May no fire consume you. Amen. May no flood drown you. Amen. Wherever you pass. Jesus. May angels of God be with you. In the name of Jesus. May God put his hand in your Oh, hand. yes, Lord. Lead you every step Amen. away. Amen. May you skip like a cow. Amen. Let out of the storm. Jesus. May the presence of God. Yes, Lord. May the power of God. Amen. May the provision oh, of Jesus. God. Be your portion. Amen. May his presence. Amen. God's presence. Amen. That drives away darkness. Oh, Jesus. Be with you. Amen. When God's presence is with yes, you, yes, Lord, the enemy will bow. Oh, Jesus, every name. enemy, Amen. Bow, Amen. Shame, Amen. Bow, Amen. Confusion, Amen. Bow, Amen. Sicknesses, Amen. Bow, Premature death, Bow, Jesus, darkness, Amen. In Jesus' name, may His presence be with you. Oh, yes, Lord. May God be gracious to you. Jesus. May your life be preserved. Oh, Jesus. And walk in favor. In the name of Jesus. Of common favor. Amen. May the Lord now lift his countenance oh, upon yes, you. Lord. That means that may his honor come upon you. In the name of Jesus. From today, receive honor. Oh, yes, Lord. May you be honored to be married. He receive it, Lord. May you receive promotion. Amen. May your children be honored. Amen. 
Anybody who had to honor you, may they remember you to in honor In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Mordecai did good, but he was forgotten. Oh, yes. But later he was remembered and honored. Oh, yes, Lord. Every good thing you have done. Jesus. May you be remembered. Amen. And be honored. Amen. Mephibosheth was remembered and honored. Yes, Lord. Because of Jonathan's sake. Jesus. For the sake of your father. Jesus. May you be honored. For the sake of your pastor. Jesus. May you be honored. Amen. For the sake of Jesus Christ. Jesus. For the sake of Jesus Christ. Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Jesus. May you be honored. Amen. May you be honored. Amen. What they say you cannot have. Oh, Jesus. Any good thing they say you cannot have, Jesus. from today may you have. In the name may you of run Jesus. good companies. Amen. When other companies are failing, Jesus. may your own do well. When others are going now, yes, may your own go out. When people are failing their exams, may you pass with distinction. In the name of Jesus. Amen. May your children become great. Oh, yes, Lord. May your seed be mighty. Amen. May wealth and riches be your Jesus house. Jesus, name. May your children be taught oh, of the yes, Lord. Lord. Great be their Amen. peace. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Now I declare the peace of God Jesus, upon you. Name. Shalom. Amen. Nothing broken within your world. Amen. Total provision. Amen. Be your portion. Amen. Total blessing. Jesus. Total grace. Amen. Total favor. Jesus. Total honor. Amen. From today, Jesus. may there be oh, yes, the Lord. voice of rejoicing Amen. and salvation Amen. in your house, yes, Lord. in your home, Amen. in your business, yes, Lord. in your enterprise. Amen. May you smile. Jesus. From today, yes, Lord. may your party begin. Amen. 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 Party Amen. Begin. All those who owe you, Jesus. they don't remember you. In the name and of Jesus. Jesus. All those who owe, Jesus. I declare, supernatural debt cancellation. May everything they buy for you, oh, yes, Lord. which is shameful, Jesus. may the blood of Jesus oh, wash yes, away. And now, Jesus. may you walk in your honor, oh, yes. walk in your joy. Amen. Every step you take from Jesus. today is a step onto a higher oh, ground. Yes, May you receive Jesus. fresh testimony. Amen. May the mess that was created Jesus. for you, may your, stand, may your mess turn into a message Amen. of glory. Jesus. May your test become a testimony. Amen. In the name of, In Jesus. The name of Jesus. And may you rejoice. Oh, Lord. yes, Lord. Every hand that is lifted up, Jesus. I declare those hands Jesus. as champions. Amen. Champions. Amen. Today you are a champion. Amen. Champion. Amen. Champion. Amen. Champion. Amen. Champion. Amen. Of every challenge. Jesus. Name. I command every goal. We cut off the head of every Goliath. And for you, maybe well with you. Oh, yes, Lord. Amen. Well with your home. Amen. Anything that has delayed your marriage. I declare the blockade to be in the mighty name of may Jesus. You be found. Oh yes, Lord. May you be seen. Amen. May you be found. Jesus. And may you marry. In the name of Jesus. May you have your children. Amen. May you build your house. Amen. May you have your cars. Oh yes, Lord. May you flourish. Jesus. May you preach. Amen. May the virtue of God Jesus. be for you. May you become great. Oh yes, Lord. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. I bless you. Amen. The blessings of the Amen. Lord. In Jesus' name. Jesus. Amen. Amen.